This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. My next guest is Matthew Anderson, the Chief Marketing Officer at Roku, where he oversees all branding and communications. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you for inviting me onto your program. I'm thrilled to have you. How, how are you holding up? What is your day-to-day life like? Well, I have to say, just uh, as I was waiting to come onto your program, I was chatting with your producer, Dion, who said he has a two-bedroom apartment in Norristown and owns three Rokus. So that yes. brightened <laughs> my day. I'm very happy. Well, it's good. If Dion, I mean, Dion is just the best. So, you know, anything Dion does is, is, uh, is what the rest of us should do. But, um, how, how, how is your, are you, are you still in shelter in place? Are you reemerging? Yeah. So I'm, I'm also, uh, uh, calling you from home in, in, uh, San Francisco. It is sunny and, uh, the city is now starting to think about its process of opening up. So I've, I've never been, uh, I guess, as happy as seeing uh, construction on my street and things like that coming back to life because it was it was really quiet here, and yep. uh, and and there was a lot of hardship for sure. Yes, we're we're right in your backyard in the in the Bay Area also, and I uh, I took a walk the other day and I saw people sitting at an outdoor table at a restaurant and I almost cried with joy. It was just such like, a beautiful thing to see. Um, yeah. Matthew, I'm curious, yeah, what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, as you say, my daughter passed a table full of doctors sitting outside, so she thought that that was a sign that uh, things are moving forward. Oh, yes. You're like, if the doctors are doing it, then it's safe. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm curious, Matthew, what has surprised you about streaming behavior during the pandemic? Well, I think what's what's happened is such a surge in, in streaming. It was a trend that was happening anyway. But we really saw that as, as sheltering at home took place, uh, that the amount of time that people spent uh, streaming has grown. Um, in TV world, there's a lot of uh, science and, and analysis that goes into what people watch and when they watch it. And we saw some huge, interesting shifts. I mean, one obviously was, well, prime time's the, the biggest time, uh, streaming during the day and TV watching during the day grew very, very much. Um, another was that uh, live sports, which is the bedrock of TV watching for many viewers or, or definitely many advertisers, mm-hmm. you know, went went off air. And so that created um, a big shift of people who first, I think, moved to news because they want to know what's going on. But then we saw a lot of kind of adapting and kind of counter programming, which was a big surge in family uh, programming, particularly movies. We if you look at the search data on Roku, things like Annie and Jumanji and these sort of feel-good films were really spiking on, on the service. And then even things like uh, health and well-being or kids programming, healthy things that kids can watch if they're not uh, at school were all, all changing quite a bit. But the overall big story is just that the hours are up and that people have moved from that old-fashioned linear TV onto platforms like Roku. For sure. Now, you know, I, had, I didn't even think about the the effect of, of live sports and just how much uh, of people's streaming time that takes. What are what are you personally streaming? What what are you what can you recommend to us right now? <laughs> well, that's that's, uh, that's one of my favorite topics um, and, and, a, and a question I love to ask other people as well. So I may turn the tables. Um, 
You know, I, I have a 19-year-old daughter, and we, we did just watch um, a show called Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Mm. And it seemed like it was going to be a, a little bit of a teen drama and ended up having incredibly provocative storylines around um, race and gender and privilege and other things, uh, all led by Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon and a great cast. So um, I thought it was was very, very good and, and incredibly timely. Um, uh, I, I also, uh, I mentioned the uh, the, the health side, one consequence of being, you know, stuck at home more is that my wife's been trying to encourage me to do yoga for years. So I, I subscribed to a yoga channel, yoga channel on, on Roku. And, and that's been a very humbling, humbling experience. <laughs> that's a great idea though. I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm going to take that, that advice and go subscribe to a yoga channel. Also, we, um, we have been trying to take this opportunity to show our children kind of classic movies like the Indiana Jones trilogy and Ghostbusters and kind of all of these just like, you know, movies that we've, we talk about all the time that I realize that it's like old school for them. So, um, that's been fun catching up. I, uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, if, I mean, you've seen, you were just talking about how streaming has gone up and during the day, um, have there been any other impacts of the pandemic either on, on the business or on how you're working or what, are, what has this changed the most for you? Well, I think, I think the biggest thing that streaming has done is sometimes people say that uh, trends are accelerated when something very disruptive like, like COVID happens. And there was a trend towards more streaming, uh, more cord cutting or people giving up traditional cable, things like that. Uh, people watching new services like Netflix, all that was happening anyway. But streaming has just accelerated those trends. And so I was looking at some, some data from Nielsen, which measures all of the TV viewing. And for people who are under 34, nearly 50% of all their TV time in the U.S. is now streamed. And that is a profound shift. I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago that people were saying, oh, have you tried Netflix or Hulu? This, these services and other services that are mainstream that have come on to, to, to streaming platforms are, are now and very soon going to be the majority of all, all time that, that, that we spend. And what's interesting is that that's both a big opportunity for consumers who like things that are easier, that give access to great content, to save the money. I mean, these are big benefits. It, it also is a big benefit for people who produce content because you can reach people on a mass level. You can have new tools for promoting your services. So we're seeing, you know, from you know, Disney Plus to uh, all these other new services are really exciting people. But, but the last one, and, and, you know, particularly given your uh, background in marketing, is that TV is like the last area that is really being improved by the Internet. And so mm. we're seeing that the capacity for this old kind of uh, linear uh, methods of, of selling TV ads, you know, and upfronts with huge commitments where you did national buys early in the year, this is moving to a much more targeted and measurable and agile uh, environment for, for brands to to watch TV. So I think this is a time where CMOs are reassessing 
you know, what, where, where's my most effective marketing dollar going to go? I may have fewer than I did, uh, you know, than, than at the beginning of the year. And so I need to make every dollar count. And we're seeing that that's really increasing an in interest in, in using streaming platforms to promote brands to customers. Mm. Uh, it's such so interesting that you say that. And it also uh, potentially makes it even more accessible for smaller brands um, to, to reach, you know, the, people on the yoga channel or, or people sure. who, with, with certain affinities, which I think is, is, is really interesting and something, you know, a show was really only useful on television uh, several years ago, if it could reach 10 million people or more. Now you can have very exactly. successful programming with niche audiences. For anyone just joining us, we are chatting with Matthew Anderson, chief marketing officer at Roku. Uh, Matthew, I'm curious. I, I mean, it must be very interesting to be a CMO right now, given <laughs> the, the the current environment that we're in. Um, how, I mean, do you speak with other CMOs? Where do you go for advice, especially on things like how to respond to the, the current protests and, and um, you know, what to say around Black Lives Matter? How, you know, what what is your support system of CMOs like? Yeah, I, I, I've... It's interesting that during COVID in particular, the uh, amount of peer support and exchange among CMOs has been incredible. And I've uh, put myself forward to share experience, particularly around these changes in media, but also spoken to a lot of fellow CMOs around the country and around the world around um, everything from how are you reaching customers differently? What's the right tone that you should use? Um, how to work internally with employees and to demonstrate your brand and your values and your uh, purpose? I think that we've seen some CMOs whose businesses have literally disappeared. If you're in like the, you know, live performance business, it is closed. Or you know, for some people, transportation. There are others that are finding new relevance that need to tell their story. And then I think there are these very specific things that are sort of right under the level of that, but they're actually just how do you work well with a new set of problems? Like one of them now is that uh, COVID in particular is affecting um, cities very differently. And so the capacity to have a different message in a city that's open versus one that's sheltering in place is, is very, very important. So yeah, I found that very, very useful and, and have regular weekly calls with groups of, of CMOs and that's been, that's been good. Now, when it, when it comes to um, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, I think we're clearly in one of the most challenging times as a country for probably the last half century. And one of the most important, you know, in my 25 years of business and, you know, emotions are very, very raw, rightly so. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of anguish. Uh, I certainly feel it. And it's a time when we need to be supportive of friends and colleagues. And I think it's a time when everyone needs to start by listening and deciding uh, what, what their unique purpose can be now and how to leverage their strengths to do what they feel is right. Mm, that's uh, really, really well-spoken. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that uh, people on the CMO level are, are thinking so thoughtfully about it. Uh, Matthew, in our final moments together, do you think that uh, 
you know, stream, these levels of streaming will continue post pandemic. Do you think consumer behavior is kind of permanently altered? Yeah, I think I think this is an overall change that the, the benefits to consumers of, of ease and, and better value. I think that people um, I think one thing is that and, and very sadly, when you're in a health crisis that provokes an economic crisis, we're going to go through a period. We've begun going through a period where value everyday value is more important than ever. Um, I read something that 46% of Americans say they check prices more closely than they did before COVID. Mm. Uh, we have huge parts of our population who have not um, uh, got any sense of certainty about their careers or employment or opening or those things. And so with the average American saving $1,000 a year, if they cut the cut the cord or cut the cable, uh, I think that streaming will be a very, very powerful trend and that people will lean into it. And I think we're also seeing that the major media companies, you know, the, the, the greats, the, the, the Disneys and, and others are leaning into streaming um, as a top priority. And, and when the content is there and the ease is there and the affordability is there, I, I think it will be very, very, very strong as a trend. Absolutely. Matthew, where can people go to find out more about you and, and get in touch? Good. So um, certainly there's uh, Roku.com. I'm uh, widely represented on uh, LinkedIn and, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy to hear, hear more. So please Excellent. reach out. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to uh, go, go join the, the yoga channel and, and all of your recommendations. Thank you so take, much. Take, take, it, take it one step at a time. That's my <laughs> <laughs> I will. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.